Hi, I'm Kenzie. And this is DJ. And this is the Codependent Podcast. Welcome back to another week of the Codependent Podcast. And we have a guest with us today. Guest, who are you? My name is DJ. This is not my first time on the show. On the show. No, yeah. it is not. But it's my <laughs> first time using the soundboard. Which is pretty nifty. It is, but I'm normally not in charge of the soundboard. Well, I've been watching you work the soundboard, and it's pretty impressive. Thanks, babe. There's a lot of buttons. <laughs> I know. It makes you, you look like some sort of DJ or something. I'm DJ now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, babe, we usually start out with kind of like our little recap of the week. We haven't been on in like two and a half, almost three weeks now, because obviously Jamie had her baby, and I don't want to share like anything about that. Oh. Okay, we can't talk about that. Well, then. we can talk about the fact that she had a baby, <laughs> but I don't want to like get into like her birth story because we want to do like a full episode on that. So I was, that's what I was planning on delivering. Her today. delivery. Yeah, it's her <laughs> delivery story. <laughs> yeah, so Jamie had her baby, which is so exciting. We're all just in newborn heaven with little baby Monty. She's I so haven't met her yet, but you I... You have not met her yet. No. But she is darling. She's, she looks very cute. She's so cute. She looks like Rossi. Sure she's got a great personality, too. She just sleeps right now. That's which the all, best that's personality the to best have. personality to have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's just, that's, you know, I'll get into my week, but why don't we talk about your week? What have you been up to? Uh, I worked. Um, How's work going? You're a working man now. You haven't worked am, yet on I the am podcast. I a working man, bringing in the bacon. Thank goodness. Uh, <clears throat> it's been good, though. You like your job? I, yeah. I do home health physical therapy, and it's been great so far. Anything else you did this week? Uh, I deadlifted. You uh, did? My, a new personal record, That's personal best. That's huge. Yeah. I'm really happy that none of, uh, there was no racks available that day, so I didn't have to deadlift, but I'm happy. Then I had to go back later that day yeah, <laughs> to I'm do deadlifts. I'm happy for you. I'm very happy that I went back and did it because I got my personal best. I'm really proud of you. Did we have a Suns game this week? Yes, against the Clippers. That was Monday. Yeah. That was, yeah. Well, we actually had Sunday and Monday, right? We I had New I Year's. No. When was the game? Wasn't it on Wednesday? It was on Wednesday. Yes. So we had the game on Sunday. That was New Year's Eve. Yep. And then we had the Clippers on Wednesday. But yep. the Suns lost, so that sucked. But the Clippers won, so that's good for DJ. It's not necessarily good for me. I want the Suns to win. But I am also a James Harden fan. So I just root for him. And so whenever him and the Suns play, I just want him to play his best and the Suns to win. He played a great game. The Suns didn't win. I didn't lose overall that night. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like so annoying though. Like the Suns are our team. Like you can't root for somebody else. I mean, I, I get it. I get where you're coming from, but it it's rough for you to be rooting for somebody other than, like, Devin well, Booker. you know, I want, wanted James Harden on the Suns. I um, know you did. You really did You really did instead. fight for that, and Matt Ishbia did not <laughs> listen to you. No. Well, we got, a, we got a pretty good steal to get Bradley Beal. Yeah, who has not been great. He's been decent better since he's... Chris Paul, who just broke his hand. He broke his hand? Allegedly. No way. Today? Yeah. Uh, yesterday, I think. Oh, that sucks, but at least yeah. Draymond's back. <laughs> at least they have Draymond. Who might punch Nurkic again. <laughs> or choke another player. Or kick somebody in the ball. Was it Rudy Gobert that he choked? He choked Rudy, punched Nurkic. <laughs> He's kicked a couple players in the balls. He's a dirty player. 
Mike, well, we're not a sports podcast, so let's move on from sports. <laughs> I was hoping we could shift into the <laughs> yeah, sports realm. DJ's just going to keep talking about it. <laughs> um, about fantasy. Right. What else? Um, anything else exciting? Uh, outside of Jamie having a baby, me getting a PR, working, I don't uh, Pierce's potty training. Babe, that's what mine was. And he's doing pretty dang good. He's doing pretty good. I haven't really talked about it on Instagram much just because I'm trying to keep it like more on the private end. In like, case it doesn't go well. In case it doesn't <laughs> go well. No, we're doing it. We're sticking. I feel like we're doing it. <clears throat> well, we just left from my parents' house and he had gone potty twice within the hour we were there. Which is or great. Less. Which is great. Yeah. No, it's it, this is better this time around for sure. He's He understands how to like get it out of him now. Which was our problem. to excrete the <laughs> wee-wee. <laughs> no, he was str- Like, we would sit there, like, in August when we tried to potty train. Oh, we would sit I there know. for an hour and be like, just go. Like, just go. Like, why can't you just go? Like, it's not that By hard. By the time he got off the toilet, there was some pretty big red marks. Behind, on his legs. On his thighs. Yeah, because yeah, he <laughs> wouldn't. Like, he's happy to sit on the potty. But he would not go potty. Yeah, time actually... Carrying out the act. Yes. So we waited a couple months and we restarted this month. I will say one thing I've done different with Pierce as opposed to Payson. Payson would do anything for like a smartier and Eminem. Yeah. Like she would be bribed very easily. She is bribed very easily. Very easy. But Pierce yeah. isn't a bribing child. He's not really into candy. Like He's more of a savory type of guy. But like not even. Like he, <laughs> I mean. Like a waffle. Like, I, I bribed him the other day yeah. with yogurt. I was like, if you go pee, I'll give you yogurt. He loves his ogre. And babe. he went. Yes. Like, he's just, he's not a great bribing kid. So, with Payson, I just, like, I was like, all right, diapers are gone. They're thrown in the garbage. We're doing potty training. We did the three-day method. And then we went out in public. With Pierce, we probably, like, three, four weeks ago, started sticking him on the toilet. Like at random yeah. points in the day, like yeah. right before his nap, right after his nap, before he got in the like bathtub. Like when we knew he needed to go. Yeah, we would just like stick him on and see what he did. Yeah. And he started learning the act of actually going to the bathroom. And so we did that for a couple of weeks. And then one day this week, I was just like, we're full send. Let's do undies and let's go. Like, let's leave the house. Because Which I, he's done better leaving the house and actually staying in the house. That's what I was going to say is that like, for some reason, he does way better out in the real world than he does at home. Like, no. He's for, not ashamed to piss his pants at no, home. No, at home. But at, at, when we're out, no accidents. He's not had an accident whilst out of the house yet. And yes. like, I was like, all right, we're going to go to school. We went to the gym. He went at the gym. He wouldn't even go before we left for school. So it was like a solid hour before I got to the gym. No accident. Went at the gym. We went to um, a church meeting. He went at the person's house. We went to Target. <laughs> he went at Target. Like, and then we went to the movies. He went twice during the movies. He's so great. I just feel like he's just not like I and him both would have might have jumped off a cliff if we were at home for three days alone with each other trying to potty train. Yeah. This method for us personally, like, and I just, I don't get a lot of anxiety with like the accidents. Like, I'm like, if you have an accident out in public, you have an accident. Like, we clean it up. We put new underwear on. Like it's right. it's not that deep. And I think that maybe comes with being the second child. Cause yeah. I remember taking Payson out of the house for the first time. And like, I brought like diapers, wipes, underwear, extra outfit. Like I had a bag. I had like all the things I needed and I was so anxious about it. But with him, I'm just like, life is normal. 
Like yeah. we missed church, I think for like two weeks when Payson was potty training because we were so scared to take her to nursery. Yeah. We took Pierce today. Like, I don't know. For some reason, I just feel like maybe it's just being more relaxed as like a second time mom or that he's just like a very different kid than Payson is. But it's been going well. I'm very, very, very like proud of him. I feel like he's done a great job picking it up. Yeah, I'm very proud of him. And that's basically all I've done this week. Hey, Payson started school again, which let me tell you is just the nicest. <laughs> that kid just has so much energy. She likes to talk a lot as well. Yeah, so it's good for her to be somewhere where she can just talk to other little humans all day long. Yeah. Yeah, so. Busy week, though. Trying to help Pierce go pee in the toilet. Yeah, that is a full-time so job. That's exactly If what you asked me, would you rather potty train a toddler or sleep train 12 newborns, I would pick sleep train 12 <laughs> newborns. If somebody came up to me and like. We gotta do that. They we were like, Kenzie, convince me not to have kids. And I would say. Potty training. Potty that's train this child. That's enough to not make you want kids. It's yeah. not, he has been great. It hasn't even been that Imagine bad. Imagine if it was bad or if it was hard with a kid. No, I, it would be so much worse and I still hate it. I still, it's just the constant checking in on them and being on. And sitting on the toilet for so long. It Like I could do so many things. Like, And I, you have to watch and make sure you don't miss the pee, you know? Yeah. That's been a worry for me. Like if I'm like, on what my if phone. He, yeah, what if he pees? And he peed and I didn't catch it and we're just sitting there waiting even longer because he just went pee and I didn't see it. Yeah, and then he's like, all done. And you're like, you didn't go. But then it's like, really, he did, but we didn't know. Like, stop trying to punk me, fool. Yeah, go no, pee. 100%. I agree with you. So. Which it could just easily slip out. But yeah. Another thing is too, the boy is very different than the girl, anatomically speaking. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like we have a splash guard. He, he sits. We don't do oh, the standing up I thing see what you're because he couldn't stand there long enough. Have you been splashed yet? Deej, I'm splashed 90% of the time. Wow. Do you not get splashed? No, I make sure that it's down before. I make sure it's down too, but then when he goes, it flings back up. No, 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 no. I, I, do I you mean, hold it? No. <laughs> Babe, we're not going to talk about that, but I, no, I don't. If I touch it, he goes, Mama, don't touch it. So I, I know, can't I even like. That. He tells you that. I can't even <laughs> push it down. Like he. I have been sprayed and it is the worst. So if you have a boy. You're just not a man. You don't understand. And I'm, that honestly could be true. So if you have any toddler boy tips on how to not get them to spray you with their pee, let me know. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on into the episode because we're very, very excited about our episode today. Me and Jamie kind of were brainstorming some ideas and we wanted to do like a New Year's resolution episode. That was the plan this week. But now we got DJ instead of Jamie. So we're going to do our couples new year's resolutions mm. instead of just like personal because i feel like couples resolutions are very very important and then we're going to do a little q and a where people ask us our questions about parenting marriage questions about me and dj and our life and all of that so wow i can't wait i'm so excited <laughs> me too all right so what is our number one goal this year save money save money i feel <laughs> like this goal is very important to me because I feel, well, this is the first time going into a year that we've both had jobs. Like, yes, it's good to be employed. Finally, it is good for you to be employed. And I just feel like <laughs> up until now, it's kind of just been like, let's get the bills paid. Let's yeah. like pay for your school. Let's do yeah. like all of that stuff and like keep afloat and, you know, use our money and we'll go on trips and we'll do all these things. Yeah. And now that we're both employed, I'm like, okay, we got to start thinking about like 
our kids' college funds and our savings account. And if we want to buy like a property somewhere, if we want to, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, I feel like now, now that we're like so settled, it makes more sense to start saving for other things. Yeah. No, it's kind of crazy that we had to wait so long for me to get a job to finally start saving and things like that. And like, we've always had like a good cushion to have like a good savings, but we've never yeah. like actively like taken it out of our accounts and put it somewhere else every month. And so into an actual savings t- into account. An, yes. We're like, we don't want, we can't touch. Well, we could touch it, but we don't, we don't touch we're it. Touchy. So what are a couple of things that we're doing? Like tangible things. Cause I feel like whenever I listen to like a podcast about like, New Year's resolutions, they're like, I want to lose weight. And it's like, okay, but how are you doing that? Like, how are we, uh, how are we savings? With the uh, Rocket Money app? Yes. The Rocket Money, called? yes. The Rocket Money app has been great. Um, we've used it for all of our trips too. Yeah. No, and it just takes money out every week. So it depends what setting you have. Uh, I guess on. you would, yeah, determine. So, yeah. On the, when we do vacations, we set, a goal, like I think our vacation for Europe, I set like a $5,000 goal yeah. and then it will pull money and you do like up until a certain point. Yeah. So then it'll pull out whatever you need per day, per week, per every other week, whatever it is. And they'll just save the money for you. But for our savings account, I did it actually manually. So I said we wanted to save X amount of dollars and I put in like just to make it easy, $500 every two weeks. Yeah. Some, some like, like that's not it, but that's like a good example. Yeah. And then it will pull that out. And then it tells me by May of 2024, you'll save your goal. Like at the rate you're pulling money out into that account. Yes. And <clears throat> what's yeah. really nice is that like, it's all up to me. Like if I need to go in and pause it because we, our car breaks down and we have to pay like $5,000 for our yeah. car to get fixed. Like we can pause that or pull the money out. It's just so nice. So we've been doing that. We really, we've been really, really sticking to a budget. Again, did it through Rocket Money, not sponsored. I pay for it. Like, I just love Rocket Money very Rocket much. Rocket Money needs to start sponsoring you now. Do you, they did They did sponsor the podcast already. Oh. I actually think that I, <laughs> I used our codependent code to get, like, a free couple months of Rocket Money. I actually don't know if our code's still active. If you want Rocket Money, message me and see if I st- I'll check my code. Um, but, no, it's been great. And then you also can set budgets on there and... I really like that aspect because then we can yeah. see like how it much tracks what you're spending your money on. Yes. And like we have like categories. Let's say we have a thousand dollars for groceries that month. It yeah. tells me you have $600 left of groceries until the end of the month. Then I can kind of know what like we're spending money on, yeah. what we're doing. I've been really trying to limit my target trips. It tracks like, yeah, it tracks the trends where you're spending your money at and things like that, which definitely helps to see where you can avoid like Target. Like, like Target. Well, yeah, like in December, yeah. it was like your your annual Target trip is like, it's like $200 per trip. And I'm like, I was going a lot and like spending $200 every time I go. That's insanity. That is a waste of money. I couldn't even tell you what I bought. A like, obviously there are things you need. <laughs> like we need diapers. We need dog yeah. food. We need paper right towels. Exactly. So there are times yeah. like this last time I went the other day, I got eggs, milk, diapers, paper towels, Tide, pods. And Which, like, when you go to Target, I mean, I, w- I probably wouldn't go grocery shopping or get those types no. of things from there. Well, I like, get, I feel I like, get it's like definitely more my expensive. household essentials from there. And I don't think that they're that much more. No, but definitely uh, like milk food. and eggs. Yeah, and milk and eggs. Maybe even Tide Pods. I don't know. I doubt it. Maybe. Shoot. We should check. We should compare. But the dog's food, I can only buy at Target because Jimmy has that special food. Bougie, uh, Jimmy. 
exactly. So it just <laughs> makes sense. Like when I need diapers and stuff, just to, like go there and just like pick up our essentials. But I've been really trying to limit it. But I will say I have realized how impatient I am about saving. Oh, because what it's like the sixth and I'm like, why do we not have like, like I haven't even gotten a paycheck yet. Like, and you're already stressing about it. Well, I'm just like, why? Like I have been limiting my shopping a paycheck in the new year. Yes. I don't know. No, I like, I look at my bank account and I'm like, yeah, it looks fine, but I should have more than this because I've been avoiding target. When it's been six days. It's been six days. I've been saving. <laughs> I just feel so impatient, but that's our goal for the year. We actually have been like kind of chit chatting about the idea of buying a cabin up somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. Brian had most likely. That would be great. So we want to do that in the next couple of years and we want to be able to like have a down payment and you know, all that stuff. And so we're like, Let's just set our minds to save for that. And if we use it for something else, that's great. But that is kind of like our long-term goal. Definitely not by the end of the year, but like maybe by the end of next year. Oh, for like getting a condo or a cabin yeah. up there? Yeah. Not a, it wouldn't be a cabin. It would be a condo. Yeah. It'd be like a right. two or three bedroom condo. A cabin up there would be. No, a cabin up there is crazy. We don't have that type of money. Very expensive. You need to work harder for that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we just want some, like I had a condo in Brian head growing up and I think that'd be sick. It was so fun. It was so fun to just go up there whenever we wanted snowboard with the family. Like there's yeah. no better memories than like snowboarding with your family. And our kids are like that at the age now where we could like actually take them with I mean, us. Jason went one time last year. Yeah. And she's going to go again this weekend. Yeah. And I just am like, that would just be so fun. Yeah. So I want to start doing that. So that's one of our like long-term goals. But it's one of those goals that we have to start thinking about years in advance. Well, it, de it definitely takes some planning. So it's a good thing we're starting right now. So that is our first one. Okay. Our next one is to have more of a Christ-centered home. Mm, yeah. Uh, I think that we can do that by just doing the simple things like blessing the food before we eat, uh, saying our prayers with the kids before they go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Um even reading the scriptures with them. I tried yeah. doing that a little bit with Payson this was, week. She was very interested. And, and then you asked attentive. her for a synopsis and she knew. Yeah, no, I mean, it, I think it even helps me, like, actually pay attention to what's going on when I have to break it down to a four-year-old. Definitely. And so, I do have, like, the four-year-old version of the Book of Mormon. Yeah, that we I mean, just read. She instead. was able to. She was able to keep up though, and like pay attention to what I was saying. And so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, every like year our church has like a different like book that you read, like yep. one that it's centered around for the year. Yep. And this year it's the book of Mormon. And so yep. that's kind of what we're like learning about in church and what everyone's talking about. You know, it's obviously like read the other books too, but this yeah, year's just last, kind of last year was the old Testament. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so not even just like in a religious standpoint, like our kids are too young to like get religion, but I do want them to know like, who Jesus is and to know who God yeah. is and just that feel of being a Christ centered home and like having that be a core of our home. Like I just remember growing up, like, you know, you go into people's houses and it just, it feels different. Like people's houses just feel different. And I remember yeah. like Jamie would say like, your house felt so different when I came into it. And it was, was, I mean, I think one of the reasons was because it was a very Christ centered home. Like yeah. we had pictures of Jesus everywhere. And you know, we, like you said, we blessed the food. We did the scripture time together and I just want, and it doesn't always have to be like about Jesus or about God. It just can be like a kind, loving, 
family centered home. Well, and that's what I think it is. Like when you say the blessing over the food, you know, your whole family has to be gathered around. Everybody's going to be quiet. Your phones aren't out. You know, when you're saying the blessing, you're typically folding your arms, closing your eyes. And then, yeah, you're just with your family and it's just like an uninterrupted moment where you're with your family and you can actually sit down and have dinner with them and have that time yeah so it doesn't even necessarily have to be about jesus yeah but but it is time with your family which is very important and i was gonna say too is like having a family home evening night yeah like we didn't really do that growing up just because we were also involved maybe like when i was younger yeah but when we were also involved in like sports and stuff we had like sports on Monday nights. And so we didn't really like do that. Like we spent a lot of time together as a family and I think that kind of made it okay. But I would really like if like one day a week we had a family night, if we went to the pool at our gym or we went and got frozen yogurt or we watched a family movie, which I feel like we do that anyway, at least once a week, but just to have a dedicated night, like Mondays wouldn't work because Payson has dance on Mondays, but like Tuesday, like yeah. it would just be nice to have like a set night that's like that is family night and we Taco don't do Tuesday. anything else. We just hang out with our family. Yeah. So no other things planned. The next one I have written down is very basic, but date night once a week. Yeah. I feel like that's just I feel like that's important. And I feel like we do that anyway. Yeah. It's very easy for us to get those dates during sun season. Because yeah. we already like paid for the tickets, and we've so we've invested into our dating life. We've invested into our marriage. Like, <laughs> it should, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but I just think that's so important when you have kids is just to take one night a week with your spouse, or and your it doesn't kids aren't dominating your life, and it doesn't even have to be going out. Like, put your phones in the room, put your kids to bed, go sit outside and play cards. We did that last night. Like, yeah. we didn't go on a date this weekend, but we spent time together, and yeah. like make some cookies, make a pizza at home, feed your kids chicken nuggets. And then when they go down, you guys make a nice dinner for yourself. Like we do that a lot. We do that (laughs) a lot. Exactly. Like there's, there's definitely options in doing it where, and we feel like this too, like, is it worth it to pay for a sitter? Is it worth it to pay for an expensive dinner, especially when we're trying to save? Yeah. So now it's like, you got to find a little bit of a loophole because dates can be very expensive when you're paying for a sitter and for an activity. I mean, for us to go to the movies is like $60. Which is wild. Which is wild. But it's like, that's what it is. And going out to dinner is expensive. So finding like, and being a little bit more creative in our dates, like driving to the desert and watching a movie and eating fast food. So we are paying for a sitter, but we're not paying for the extracurricular activity. Yeah. So that one's an easy one. Sitters are expensive. Sitters are freaking expensive. Um, You came up with the next one and we have been doing it. Oh, uh, the 10 second kiss. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know where I saw this or what even like it said, but allegedly kissing your spouse for 10 seconds does something. (laughs) Does something? (laughs) What What does it do? No, that's not meant to sound like sexual or something, but like it helps reinforce your companionship. Yeah, we've been doing it. It's been really nice. You like I f- it? Well, I just feel like when the days we're just in those like days right now of like our lives are just chaos with two kids and like yeah. I get you get up in the morning and you go to the gym. I get up in the morning and I get the kids ready. Take up pace into school. We like usually are drive you're driving home when I'm driving to yeah, the gym. As you're getting to the gym, I'm leaving so I can go to work. Exactly. And then you go to work all day, you get home. Right when you get home is usually when Payson has to go to dance. And then I get home at like six, you have dinner ready. 
and then we put the kids to bed. Like it, yeah. it's really right now. It's just like a kind of like we're just surviving. Yeah, we're not really like spending a ton of like time during the day together. It can get busy. Yeah. And so I'm like, do we even like kiss throughout the day? No, like, that's why we need to have our 10 second kiss every day. And we've been doing it since the new year. <laughs> and I'm very proud of us. And I feel so much more love towards you because of that. I, likewise. Likewise. Perfect. Okay. Love next you. one. Um, okay. These kind of go together. So I'm going to kind of read them together. Okay. I said having mutual goals and achie- achieving them together. And then the other one was having a healthy lifestyle. And I feel like they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Because I definitely wouldn't have been able to switch into the healthy lifestyle that I have been living for the past like year. Yeah. Like obviously I still indulge and I have like in and out and a bag of chips, like not the healthiest person in the world, but. But you've been making healthier decisions. And I definitely couldn't have done that without you. Really? No. I mean, I definitely, I mean, at the beginning I was trying to like go by myself and I was doing a class and it was good. Yeah. But then like when I wanted to get like more serious, you took me to the gym and you, you found a gym that had childcare so that we oh, could yeah. go together. And I don't know. I feel like you Having always. Child care is one of the best parts about going to the gym. Exactly. And I <laughs> feel like it's just helpful. You definitely know more about like food than I do. Like, oh. cause like you have more of like a nutritional background, like with your I, degree. I did take quite a few nutrition classes. Exactly. And so <laughs> I feel like you know more about that. And so you're able to like, I mean, you take on most of the dinners, most of the nights. And, and like. They're usually really simple. They're right? very simple, but they're healthy. Like. I probably would make something like baked and cheesy and carby and you, you do, do like a good job. potatoes jo- a lot. I, and I'm not going to bash on potatoes, but. I was, we were like having potatoes like potatoes and bread with every single meal we ate. Yeah. It'd be like a combination of <laughs> like a pasta, potatoes and bread. Okay. I wouldn't do pasta, <laughs> potatoes and bread. I'd do like chicken, potatoes and bread. But that's, that's okay. Babe. So I feel like it's really, I mean. Everything in moderation. Do you bad. feel like you could live a, le- a healthy lifestyle like without my support? Uh, like, I mean, think how about, am I bef- supposed to answer this? think about before, like I started getting into a healthy lifestyle. Like I would be mad at you for going to the gym. Oh yeah. No, I feel like you're kind of weird about it at first when I started going. When I wasn't going. Yeah. Well, no, because you would want to go with me and I was just so insecure that I wouldn't want to go with you. But then also you were trying to go without the kids so it's like you would go and I'd be left home with the kids when I've been home with them all day. And that yeah. bothered me. Yeah. So to be able to do it together. Yeah. Well, I feel like especially when we started going together at first, it was it almost felt like date night when we could go. Yes. At like at the end of the day in the afternoon, we could drop the kids off. It felt it felt nice. We were just by ourselves. It was quiet. We could plug in, listen to music and exert ourselves in a positive way. And I felt like. It felt like date night at yeah. first when we first started. No, that's very, yeah, it really, it really did feel like date night. Like this time last year, not this time, you're in Prescott now, but in, in December, yeah. that really was like our date nights. Cause I wouldn't go by, I wouldn't want to go by myself. And yeah. so I would wait for you. Like that wouldn't work now. Cause our lives are just crazy. Yeah, no. Like in the afternoons, but yeah. it was really nice. It was really fun. And I feel like it really helped me stick to my goals. One other thing that we did, which this is probably not healthy and what? probably not recommended but it really helped me personally what was when I was very first starting to go to the gym I would log my weight oh. and I would do it with an expo marker on the mirror <laughs> 
But then it really helped me that you were doing it with me. Like I wasn't yeah. just doing it and I was gonna just do it. And you were like, well, I'll do it too. And then we both like did it every day. And again, it's not all about losing weight, but it was at the beginning for me. I I feel like when most people start going to the gym, typically they have a little excess fat. And when you start going to the gym initially, it's easier to notice weight being lost. And it it was more motivating for me. Now, now it would be more of a, just a thing that weighs on your mind when you don't hit your, when you don't beat your previous weight. Cause you don't necessarily need to do that now. Maybe initially. Initially, I did. I mean, I had to. I think it's okay to do that. Yeah. And so we would write our weight. We would like do a weigh-in once a week and we'd write it on the mirror. And it just really motivated both of us, I feel like. And I feel like it was nice. Like that's something that normally like I wouldn't share and I would usually keep very private. But I knew, I knew if I was going to do this, if I, I knew that if I wanted to lose weight, if I wanted to be more active and more healthy, that I genuinely couldn't have done it by myself. Like I just, I were committed though. I did commit, but I don't think I could have done it by myself. Like I needed that accountability. Yeah. When you're first starting out your fitness journey, you do need help. That's why people get trainers. Well, and I, I mean, I feel like that kind of goes for everything. (laughs) Like most of my New Year's resolutions are stuff that we could help each other with. I think just when people first start going to the gym, they feel really insecure about going and about themselves and not knowing how to like do certain movements or really what to do. And so it can be really intimidating. And I think having somebody that knows what they're doing or can give you advice is really helpful. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. So those are our goals. Do you have any personal goals that you want to talk about? I would like to, speaking of losing weight, I'd like to be under 200 pounds. That's a good goal, babe. We'll see where that Do you want to start writing it on the mirror? Uh, That'd be helpful for you. I might not participate, but I will definitely support. I'll support you. Thank you. You're welcome. Anything else? Uh, Continue to make that bread. I love that goal for you, and I will support (laughs) you in that. (laughs) Just don't get fired. (laughs) Just. Just, just don't lose my job. That's <laughs> that's what I want to do. That's perfect. I think that's a really good goal for the year, honey. <laughs> I don't want to get fired I'm not, either. I'm not trying to say that it's at, in jeopardy or anything like that, but we might need to be looking for another job. Don't say that. <laughs> that stresses me out. That's not funny. You I'm love your job. I do love my job. You'd be so sad if you had to find some, another job. I would be very sad. Okay, well, we're going to get into your guys' Q&A, but first I'm going to jump into a quick ad break. And I'm very excited about our ad because it kind of goes along with some of the stuff that we've been talking about with living a healthy lifestyle, setting your goals for the new year. We are talking about Green Chef. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every single lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. One thing also that I kind of just learned about is that Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh. And with a wide array of meal plans to choose from, there is something for everyone. I personally love switching between the two brands. I think that that's really cool. And did you know that? That they... That was my first time hearing that. Isn't that kind of cool? Yeah. So I just, I personally really love Green Chef because it makes life easy. It definitely does. It makes life... delicious meals. and, And it also is really good to know that it really does help promote clean eating. They're the number one meal kit for clean eating, which is really nice. I feel like you can just take all of the work out of eating clean 
with because they have a nutritionist approved recipes with organic fruits and vegetables, all the things that you need. I feel like it's good meals for your body and it's good for the planet. We just really love Green Chef around here. Um, another thing about Green Chef is they have something called Green Market, which they have functional snacks and clean beverages to support your gut and brain health. And that is really awesome too, because there is 23 plus options, including grab and go breakfast, brunch kits, 10 minute lunches, ready to eat snacks, veggie sides, and so much more. And so you can add Green Market items to your weekly order, which is awesome. One other thing that's great. We have kids and kids are picky. Yes. And so what's really awesome is that they have 80 plus flavor packed options, which is amazing. The menu That's is insane. so 80. diverse, which is so good. You can easily customize it to fit your lifestyle with keto, veg vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, gluten-free, protein packed. Hey. DJ would love protein packed. I love how many options there are to choose from. And even better, if you go to greenchef.com slash 60 codependent and use code 60 codependent, you'll get 60% off plus 20% off of your next two months. Go to greenchef.com slash 60 codependent and use code 60 codependent to get 60% off plus 20% off of your next two months. Jumping right back into it, we've got some questions to answer, you guys. We've got... Let's go. We've got lots and lots of things to talk about. So I have the questions, so I'm going to be reading them for us. But are Perfect. you ready? I am. Let's just start off really strong. Oh, my. How did you know each other were the one? Somebody said they were personally struggling, that, struggling with that with their significant other right now. That's a red, red flag. flag right there because you would just know. I mean, that's how I knew. <laughs> do you really, I don't know how to, do you like, really describe think it, it's though. that easy, though? Uh, maybe it could be harder for others. could be easier for some. Because I also <laughs> feel like coming from, like, our background, like, I thought you were the one. Yeah. I knew you were the one. But then yeah. we broke up. So then what? Like, that can't be my only one because what if we couldn't get back together? You would have found another guy. Eventually, but that would have been Maybe. hard. Yeah. But why, I, like, even though we had broken up, I always, like, had that feeling, you know? Just like you're the one. Yeah. I mean, I definitely had that feeling. Yeah. I just feel like when you know, you know, and I wish it, I wish that there was a better answer than that. And if the person doesn't feel the same way towards you, then you got to move on. Yeah. It's real life. I agree. <laughs> what dating advice do you have? Uh, to not initially when you're dating, not date so seriously, like keep it light, keep it fun, keep your op options open and then like get serious later on. Like, I feel like yeah. some people jump way too deep into it. Well, I just think quickly. that dating should be fun. Yeah. It should be a good time. If you're constantly stressed out about the people that you're dating and it's giving you anxiety, like move on. It should be fun. That should be the yeah. funnest time of your relationship. I mean, dating advice is a, a kind of a vague question, but there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should just date, keep your options open. And then if you do feel like one of them is sticking out to you, get more serious, whatever. But like dating should be so fun. When we were dating, that was the best. It yeah. was just, it should just be fun. And I mean, I dated when it was not fun. Like I dated a bunch of guys and the, it, a lot of the times it wasn't fun. And I look back now and I'm like, why did I waste my time dating people 
when it wasn't fun. Yeah. No, but you kind of have to go through it. And I feel like that's just part of the whole dating process is you're going to have some bad dates. Yeah. That's just part of learning. It is. But don't rush it. Yeah. Don't rush it. Don't don't rush it and try to find your person and get married if it's not the right person. Absolutely. I agree. Okay. What tasks do we delegate as parents? Example, does DJ always do the trash? You always do the dishes. Uh, I feel like there are certain tasks that I tend to do more, but we don't necessarily have individual tasks for each other to do. Yeah, no, I completely agree. We don't really do like the blue chores, pink chores thing. Oh, I didn't know there was like a a name for it. Yeah, blue chores, like boy chores. Yes, yes, I get it. Like the trash and like the the filters for the air conditioning. Uh, Like I need to do that. I know you need to do that. That's why I brought it up. Uh, (laughs) So here we go. We don't do this, but here's that an is, example. That is one do. I don't do because I don't know how to do it. It's Maybe wow. you could teach me. Yes, easy. I feel like having tasks like that where one person has to do it every single time, I feel like wouldn't work for us. Like, I don't, I don't, there, like you said, there are tasks that we, we tend to choose. Like, you most of the time start the laundry. Yes. You most of the time. For- the week yes <laughs> and I have a lot of clothes so I could usually keep going yes but yes so you'll normally start the laundry switch it over and do all that thing all that stuff I usually will put the do the kids like I'll usually start the kids and put the kids away yeah. but you'll do like our laundry obviously yeah. I put my own laundry away but you do it like you actually start it yeah you normally take the trash out but there are days where I clean the kitchen I clean out the fridge the trash is overloading and I'll just take it out because I'm not going to just wait for you to get home. It's the worst when, when a female just loads up a trash can and it's just overflowing and you can't even take out that trash. You can't even tie the bag off because it's overflowing with garbage. Oh man, there is nothing worse. Did I hit your trigger? I think you might've. <laughs> so like that or like. Just take care of it or like start another bag, but like don't make this task the impossible other week, and more work. The other week I did start a new bag. Yeah. And then you got home and you took the other bag out. And no, then I you, had to because there was like food in there and the dogs were fiending. But then you left the garbage in the garbage can for like another two days and I had to start another garbage <laughs> bag. <laughs> and that is the worst. I hate that. I hate it so much. I think I ended up taking the garbage out. I'm so proud of you. Because for I was that. so annoyed at you. So anyways, and then I feel like I normally like tend to do the dishes. I like doing dishes. It's, mm. it's like, I mean, nobody I wish you'd like doing them more. I don't love doing dishes, but <laughs> if I had to choose a chore, I would choose probably the dishes. And please do. Yes. And I don't like that chore. Another thing we we're actually talking about when we were like reading through these questions was how I'm trying to be better because every woman does this. I'm oh. trying to be better about not being like, Deej, go get the trashes out of the bathroom. And then you don't immediately jump up and run to yes. the kid's bathroom while you're working and take the garbages out. So then I get like, okay, well, I'm not doing anything. So I'm just going to do it. Like I've been trying to be better at like, <laughs> hey, these are the couple things I need done before. Well, I don't want to feel like, I don't want to feel like I'm like your slave or something. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Do you feel like that? Well, like if if you like, like tell me to do pop something, up, do it. Yeah, you're like chop chop. 
Okay, I can see. I, like, I get that. And so I'm trying to be better about like, you'll get home from work and I'll be like, hey, I need the kids' garbage taken out, the garbage in the kitchen taken out, and the laundry switched over. Can, like, just do those things before I get home in four hours. I don't care when you do them. I don't care if you do them while I'm pulling into the driveway. Just have them done. Yeah. And I feel like it gives you more of an opportunity. Like, you know the things I want you to get done and you'd get them done in your own time. But women, all women are bad at that, babe. That's not just me. Babe. If you married another woman, they would do the same thing. I just want to ask you a question. How would you feel if I told you, here are the things that I need you to get done while I'm gone? I would appreciate it. Okay. No, but I already do what you need me to get done while <laughs> oh. you're at work. The house is always clean when you get home. I always do the dishes every single day. You're right, babe. I want you tomorrow to text me the things that you want me to get done. Usually if you text me things that you need me to get done, I will get them done. No, the only things I'm texting you about is like... Get well, milk. Actually, actually, you have not done something that I've told you to do. Really? Can you think of what it is? Give me a hint. Uh, transportation. You want me to get my oil changed? Yes. That hasn't been my fault, though. <laughs> You've been slightly busy, but if you go to Jiffy Lube, it's going to take a total of 10 minutes. That's not true. It's For me, it is, respectfully. Last time I went to Jiffy Lube was when I had the flu, and I went to another Jiffy Lube, and it was closed. Oh, well, yeah, so I had why. I had to go to the next Jiffy Lube, but it was a 40-minute wait. I had Pierce oh, with me. What the heck? So I you? waited, got my oil changed, but then I had a Target pickup at a Target that was next to the oh, other Jiffy Lube. My. So I had to go pick that up and then go home, and it had taken like six hours, and I was puking. So wow. forgive me for being traumatized. You also need an oil change. <laughs> Mine isn't past due like yours is. Though. Has my button came on? To tell me to get an oil change? It stays on, baby. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I, I know I need to get mine No, done, I do so. actually really need to get mine done. Will you text me and remind me tomorrow? Yeah, I can do that. Thank you. So <laughs> anyway, that's the tasks that we delegate. <laughs> Let's see. Do we ever disagree about parenting? Uh, You'll tell me not to be like too stern with the kids, I suppose. Yeah. I just don't like it when you get mad at them. But I'm allowed to get mad but, at them. Uh, yeah, see, like, I feel like there's certain role reversals that can't take place here. I know, but it's because the kids take you a lot more seriously than they take me. Like, if I was to yell at them. Because they're so desensitized to your yelling. Cause okay, I do not yell at the kids. Well, it happens more frequently than mine. Yes, you yell, like, yelling. once a year. Oh, man, what a terrible day. That is in the year. Yeah, you don't ye you don't <laughs> yell that often, and so I feel like if you raise your voice at them, it's more scary. Like if my dad raised his voice at me, hundred percent, I was getting whipped into shape. Shiver me timbers. No, I was scared. Quaking in my boots. And my mom would yell at me all the time, and it literally went right over my head. Like it, I did not care. <laughs> exactly. But when my dad yelled at me, I knew it was business. And there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, don't yell at them. It's not that deep. But then I'm like, I was yelling at them, and you're just backing me up. And so I should be grateful. Maybe we just need to both start yelling at the kids. Yeah, just both yell really at them very gang, often. Yeah, gang up but on But our them. kids don't do well with yelling. No, so they're we very both, sensitive. I, we both try to not yell at them because yes. they're so sensitive. Yes. So when we do get frustrated at them, they get really upset. Yeah, they don't, sometimes they don't handle it too well. So I feel like that's like the only, but like we never like fight about it. 
but like I'll be like babe don't yell and you'll be like I'm just helping but then I'm like don't yell at them I feel like that's the only thing that we like really disagree on parenting wise I feel like most of like our principles of parenting yeah I feel as though we Uh, yeah we I feel like we don't differ too much in that regard but one thing we actually did talk about yesterday while we were reading through these was I feel like a lot of the times in a standard household it's normally up to the woman or the mom to to just in a conventional household I should say when the dad is at work and the mom is at home with the kids usually the mom kind of sets the guidelines like for me personally I read one two three magic the parenting book about discipline and getting your kids to listen and all that you didn't read the book, but no. once I read it and I knew I wanted to implement it, we sat down you and had to a, tell me exactly what that means. And it was so important. It's so important as parents to work together. It's yeah. so important that whatever I'm doing at home throughout the day, you need to do when you get home throughout the night. The kids. Because yeah. if it, if we're not on the same page, no, nothing we do parent wise is gonna it work. Won't work. Yeah. I mean, I the same with goes with potty training. Yeah. Hey, this is what I'm doing with Pierce. I need you to do to do the exact same thing or we're going to digress. Yeah. And we don't want that. No. And so I would give Communication's I, really important. Yeah. And I would give you the bullet points like, hey, this is what we're doing. Even like when it comes to something simple like a nap time or a bedtime, like Pierce, for instance, he has to turn the light on off yeah. when he's going to, to go to bed. So you know that about him and I know that about him. Yeah. And we have to do things the same and structured and like one, two, three, kids magic. like structure. I feel like so. They, I think that is really important. I mean, think about how confusing it would be if I was doing one, two, three, magic with the kids for however long, and then you were home alone with them one day, and they were just going ballistic, and you you were just kind of like yelling at them immediately to put them in timeout, but they normally get the one, two, three. Yeah, and you didn't do that. Like, yeah, that's confusing. Well, where's my one, two, three? Why did I not get a one, two, three? Like, normally mom counts down for me, and I'm good by three, but you just put me in timeout. Like, yeah, I feel like it. You have to just be, if if you're the mom and you're feeling like your husband is not doing the things that you do normally at home. You need to explain what you're doing so you can actually know what's Men are going dumb. On. You got to explain it to them. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you got from that. <laughs> um, zero to one or one to two, which was the harder transition? Zero to one. Because. Expand. <laughs> you did not have a baby before. And all of a sudden you do have a life that you're supposed to support and take care of and nurture and do all those things. So when you go from one to two, you've already in that mode. You already have had a child. That you already know there's a kid in the back constantly. seat that you're not going to forget. Yeah. So zero to one, all of a sudden you're a responsible adult and you have to be a, a parent. I do agree with that. I do. Zero to one. Not that it was hard. I mean, I feel like our no. zero to one was very easy. Yeah. But I feel like one to two. It's a bigger adjustment going from zero to one. Yes, I agree. Okay. Since having a miscarriage, have you thought about having another baby? I know you have. You haven't thought about it once. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. And if I do, I keep my mouth shut. (laughs) Yeah. Don't give me the hope that you want another one. I mean, yes and no. I feel like I'm taking it a lot more seriously then I took any of our other pregnancies. I mean, I am a very impulsive person and mm-hmm. you usually will just go along with whatever I say. 
because you're just very easygoing. Yeah. And so like when we went to Payson, it was like, hey, I want pay- I want a baby. And then we got pregnant. When I went to Pierce, hey, I want a baby. We got pregnant. Like it was pretty quickly, which like thank the heavens. And I'm so, 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 so grateful that we get pregnant pretty relatively easy where I am able to do it impulsively. Like I know there's a lot of people that aren't, aren't <laughs> able to do it. It takes a lot more time and dedication. Exactly. So I'm yeah. super, super grateful. And I'm not like taking that for granted, but I definitely didn't really think as hard about my other kids. Cause you know, you want one kid. And then I knew I didn't want Payson to be an only child. So the decision for one and two was easy. Like it was an easy decision, but. Well, when you have to switch from a man to man defense to his own defense, that's when you have to do a little more planning and think about it a little bit more. And, and like we could stay in our house forever. I mean, we could, if we had another one, but I yeah. think we'd outgrow it. It would. Yeah. Uh, and we'd have to get a new car. My car's too small That's, for three kids. And then traveling becomes a lot more expensive. Traveling becomes more expensive. Yeah. Who's going to sit by who on a roller coaster? Like somebody's going to have to sit by themselves. Be left out to dry. Like, I don't know. I, and it's, it's not a no. Like I'm, the door is definitely not locked, but it's maybe closed right this minute. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's cracked open. All I, right. I haven't like, I haven't open. said like, I'm not having a third. It's probably open. But it's open. It's it's definitely open. It's definitely a harder decision. <laughs> there are times where I'm like, I want a third baby. Like there, there are definitely moments where I yeah. think that, but then I'll have like a moment with our two kids where I'm like, life is so good. Life is pretty good with two. So doesn't easy. It? I wouldn't have to potty train again. Oh, just like, keep thinking about that. that. That's my thought this entire week. But then it's like, am I done with that phase in my life? I don't know. So the answer is. Maybe. Maybe I'm going to help Pierce regress a little bit in his potty training just so we can really make you consider only having two kids. Yeah, that would do I it. I can go get a little snip snip. No, you're not getting anything done. Not yet. Not until our decision is final. <laughs> so we're we're thinking and we have not made a decision. DJ's done. He could be done. But I could, I, we, I could talk him into one more if I really wanted to. And that's mm. why I'm kind of trying to take it very seriously. Because I do know that you could be done and be happy to be done. So yeah. I don't want to like have, you've never been this like, they've never been this headstrong before. <laughs> like normally when I'm like, I want to get pregnant, oh, it's that pregnancy, night, yeah. you know? Yeah. But I feel like this one, we're taking a little bit more seriously and making sure that it's the right decision, which you should do if you're having kids. And I, I just didn't do. <laughs> oh, brother. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I knew I wanted one I mean, kid, so I that was easy. It was kind of impulsive, but And yeah. then I knew I wanted a sibling for Payson, so that was easy. It was an easier decision. Like, we would have had two kids for sure. Maybe, probably not have had them as close in age as they are. You're never, yeah, yeah. But you're never ready. You're, you're never ready. Okay, what's next? What's the bi- best tip you've learned while being a dad? That's a good question. Uh, just be, try to find ways to be helpful to your wife. Great answer. (laughs) No, I think that it's important to get off your phone or turn the TV off and like try to spend meaningful time with your kids. I feel like I try to do that. No, you do a great job. I feel like lessening the burden for me helps our entire family. Yeah. So whether that is helping by doing the dishes or helping by getting the kids outside to go and play 
I personally facilitate that playtime. I personally would rather do the dishes and like clean the house than like when you get home, have you do that and I watch the kids. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, cause I just need some space and I don't mind my space and my time being while I do the dishes, but I just need to do the dishes without a kid pulling at my legs. You don't like that? I mean, Pierce is cute. So that would probably be my best advice as far as that goes. Okay. Thank you, babe. I'm trying to rapid fire these now. (laughs) Um, Are communication styles different and how do we navigate arguments? Uh, Our communication styles are different. Are polar opposite. You, You speak a lot and I don't speak a lot. So that is significantly different. But um, I never feel like that causes contention. No. Maybe a little bit at the beginning. Like Yeah. Oh, I feel like you didn't like when I wouldn't I wouldn't talk to you as much. Like if I was mad, I I I probably tend to not talk. <laughs> yeah, and, and I not, nothing makes me more angry. Right. So I've had to adapt by speaking more, wouldn't you say? Definitely. But I also have been trying to adapt more to giving you some space. Like if I'm pissed off, I probably don't want to talk about it. And I want to talk it through. Yeah. (laughs) And I actually do remember there being arguments in the first year of our marriage, like when we were living in the studio, Mm -hmm. where like I would go to bed, we'd go to bed mad. Like we'd be talking, I'd be so mad. And then you'd like fall asleep. I would (laughs) physically wake you up to talk about it because I'm like, we cannot go to sleep angry. Personally, like, okay. I thought that was the best advice when like we first got married. Everyone's like, don't ever go to bed angry. Sometimes you need to go to bed angry. Sometimes you just need to sleep it off because sometimes it's not really the anger. It's the exhaustion. Yeah. Like it's one in the morning and we're still fighting. Just go to bed, go to bed, wake up in the morning with a fresh mind, with a fresh perspective. Like you probably won't be fighting in the morning. No, I, I honestly agree with that. I, think I don't like leaving sometimes. the house angry. I don't think we should ever leave the house angry. Like. Yeah. Like I wouldn't that do. That just seems like a temper tantrum to me. Yeah. Like I'm going to take a minute for myself. I need to go on a drive. Exactly. And like, I mean, I'm guilty of that. I've done that in our marriage. Like yes, you have. Yeah. Immature. And you've done that in our marriage too. Have I? I th- probably. I don't think I have. Okay. Dr- you're perfect. I'm mature. I'm an adult. But I feel like. Just trying your best to remember your partner's communication style. And also, like, who's mad at who? What's the argument here? Like, if I'm in the wrong, like, I'm I'm wrong. (laughs) when, (laughs) When I'm wrong, though, like, I feel like we just kind of, like, like, I say I'm sorry, and then it's dropped. Like, and I'll but give you space. I'm wrong though. But if you're wrong, I want to talk about why you're wrong. And then you let me do that. You'll say <laughs> you're sorry. But I do think one of the big things about like communication and like getting in arguments, like it just needs to be dropped. Like it does not need to drag on. Like, are you going to get a divorce over your argument? If the answer is no, just drop it. Move say you're sorry along. and move along. Yeah. Like, I don't I think we've ever had a fight that's lasted longer than like one or two hours. <laughs> Because Probably I want to talk about it and I want it to be done with because if, it, if it's not done with, it's going to nag at me and it's going to give me anxiety and I'm going to want to throw I up I mean, about that's it. how I feel. I'd rather just... Be move, done with it. Yeah, move up, move along, get over it. So don't hold on to grudges. Definitely. Definitely don't like hold on to why you're forget. angry. Just move on. Forget. It's okay. Forget. It's move on. not the end of the world. I remember we got, we'd, got, we'd get in a fight and I'd be like, are we going to get divorced over this? 
And if we both said no, then we'd be like, okay, it's time to move on. I mean, really, like, is a fight going to, like, is, yeah, is it that fighting deep? Over, if what you're fighting over is that serious, then maybe, yeah. Maybe you know, should go to a counseling. Yeah. But if not, then maybe it should just be dropped just and we should move just move on, on. And stop being petty about it. I agree. Well, our time's almost up. I'll read, I'll read like one or two, two more. Is one of us more easygoing and the other one more stern and disciplinary? I am more easygoing. You are more stern and disciplinary. Period. Final answer. And you are a millionaire. Have you seen that? You've seen that show, right? No. Wait, fu- like, yeah, 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 yeah. What's it called? Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. My mom, Deej. Is that your final answer? That is my mom's. Remember that? It, no, that, is that yes. Is that ringing a bell? That was okay. my mom's favorite show. Yeah, she I would watch that for hours. She loved that show. Yeah. Um. Sorry. I'm just trying to find a really, really good one to end on. Oh, this is a good one. What do you look forward to the most as a parent? Uh, I mean, I like to see my kids' personality develop and kind of do what they like to do. Like with Payson, she's started performing with her dance company i guess and uh it's just been really cool to see like her actually doing her solo dances in front of people and she just loves it she ate it up so it's really cool to see your kids kind of get older and start to do things that they like to do and like what they're interested in i mean like pierce loves cars he loves balls he loves spider-man like it's cool to see them just like yeah turn into actual like people that have things that they like to do yeah so I'm, that's definitely one thing that I'm excited for. Is that your final parents. answer? And that is my final answer. Um, what did you judge parents about before you had kids and now you totally do it? I mean... I feel like men don't do this. Like, you don't, like, judge other parents. I think there was times, though, where, like, if a kid was acting a fool... And, like, their behavior was totally just, whoa, you are, this is not okay for you to be in public and acting like this. There were some times where I would judge a parent. But now you wouldn't? Oh, no, I still do. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> okay, I forgot. That's what the not the question. <laughs> <laughs> or how about, how about um, like, babies crying on an airplane? Like, yo, get your kid to shut up. Yeah, it's, but like, not that easy. Do. Yeah. Yeah. That That's... That is my final answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree with that. I was never somebody that like judged for like the iPads. Like, I'm like, you do what you got to do. Like, we don't do a ton of iPad time, but like, I I understand it in the car and whatnot. Like, I would, I actually would say like a kid throwing a tantrum in public. Like I would judge and be like, why can't you just get them to stop? But now I understand like a toddler's like not going to stop. And I I don't mean like one tantrum, but like a kid is repeatedly just, losing their mind because you worked with kids a lot I worked with kids yeah my fit my sisters both had kids before I got married and had my own kids like there definitely is behavior that is not acceptable out in the public eye but sometimes it's not controllable sometimes it's not and that's the situations where I'm like well that's when you need to step in and actually do something and when I see a parent just letting their kid do something flail around on the ground and Fries or Target? Like, brother, pick your kid up. <laughs> pick your kid up. Address, well, the, address the situation right now. Yeah, no, I, I get that. 
I think as a mother though, now I'm like, it's not your fault. And I would feel super bad if I was in your position. It could be their fault. It could be, but it definitely, could but be. like, if it was my kid, would it be my fault? I probably not. Like, I don't know. Like normally our kids don't do that. So if they ever did do that, I would not know what to do. Well, that's why you address it and you say, we don't act like this. Yeah. And that's really why you're serious. scary. We don't do that. When you, when in my Batman voice, when any, where are they? When anybody hears <laughs> DJ's like dad voice, they're always so shocked because he never raises his voice. But like when you do, when you have your dad voice, it's scary. Good, I am Batman. That's how you sound, Rachel. Who's Rachel? Rachel. Like, who's Rachel? That's from Batman. Gosh dang. We I watched Spider Man in our house. I hope somebody gets that because you didn't get it. I didn't. I don't. I don't like. <laughs> where are they? All right, sorry. Well, thank you, babe, for being on our podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anytime. Anytime. Literally anytime. You want to come on every week? Yes. This is DJ's nightmare to talk for an hour. <sighs> yeah, where are we at? We're at an hour. Oh, my. Yeah, that my, my cup is empty. I'm on empty. <laughs> oh, I really am on empty. We're going to get gas on the way home. Ugh. I know. Man's well, job. I'm so happy that we got to come back and talk to you girls. And Jamie should be back next week. I know wow. that you. Girls. I mean, it's mostly going to be girls and your dad. What about your dad? My dad does not listen. Thank goodness. Your dad should not listen. <laughs> I don't even listen. <laughs> no, you don't. That's why I talk crap about you on the podcast. Oh, right. I really don't. I, babe, I don't ever talk crap about you. I believe you. Um, but maybe you should listen every once in a while. I will. I do. No, you really don't. You used to listen to like all of our my episodes, but I feel like you <laughs> listen to me talking about. <laughs> I hear your words in my mind all the time. As it should be. Mm-hmm. No, but most of our listeners are women. Sorry. I, no, I knew that. Um, but Jamie should, she told me she wants to come back next week. So. Yeah, she's just recovering. Like, what's going on? I mean, she just pissed a baby out of her hoo-ha like four days ago. So. You said she pissed a baby out of her hoo-ha? No, she Is pushed. That, oh, pushed. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Not how it works, but Jamie should be back next week. Very excited to Dang. check in with her and do her birth story and talk about little baby Monty and to kind of get things rolling for the new year. But it was very nice to have DJ on. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Thanks for stepping up. And we will see you next week on the Codependent Podcast. You say that off tune than we're supposed to. But A for effort. Love you guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.